Do you struggle with consistency? Because I believe that consistency is the secret sauce to productivity. So dig deep. If you believe that you could stand to be more consistent and or your team struggle with consistency as well, this episode's for you. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Good morning, everyone, or good evening, or good afternoon, or whenever you happen to listen to this show. It's great to see you. You having a good week? How's your year going so far? Do you have goals? As a team, as a leader, as an individual, do you set targets for yourself and then fail to reach them? Now, those targets could be short-term promises. They could be long-term objectives. However you set goals, do you notice in yourself or in others a consistent inability to deliver on them? Some people even struggle with an ability to show up every day, to bring their best game, to do the stuff that they know they need to do. Let's take a moment to examine why that happens, but first let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a unique and powerful force in this industry. And if this helps you, remember to tell your friends. Okay, here's the bottom line. I want you to remember this. It is not Herculean effort that gets you across the finish line. It is small, consistent, and incremental progress. Think about this, guys. It's fundamental. Agile depends on increments. Why? because it is the small movements towards a massive goal that makes massive goals possible. The reason why Agile exists in the first place, arguably, is because there has to be a better way to get consistent results and deliver on more of our promises. Too often, we as individuals and as organizations set big, lofty goals and then immediately fail to achieve them. So traditionally, what do we do? We lower the bar. We make excuses, we cancel the project, and we eat the losses. Well, think about that for a second. Is that elite behavior? Is that what championship teams really do? I don't think so. The iteration was designed to take big complex problems, break them into small achievable pieces, and then to execute in tiny increments. But why does that help? It helps because consistency removes fear. You see, consistency is predicated on the increment being small. When something is small, there's less risk associated with it. It has diminished, or should I say manageable, importance in our minds. And we perceive them as easier and more achievable. It's simply less scary to take on smaller things. When we set big, giant, lofty goals, 
like I'm going to revolutionize the smartphone market or I'm going to write a thousand page novel. That sounds lofty and inspiring, but it's overwhelming. The problem with that goal is that it's so big and we've almost certainly never done it before. In fact, very few people have. So we really have no script. We have no evidence that it's doable or that there's a way to do it well. Attacking big, lofty goals is intimidating. And because it's intimidating, we fail to show up. That's right, we fail to even go to the starting line. So guess what kind of results you're going to get? If you don't show up for the race, you are definitely not going to win. You're not even going to come in last because you didn't start. And that's how we head into excuse-making territory and lowering the bar for ourselves and generally getting less than stellar results. But that's not what we want. I want you to be consistent. Now here's how you start. First, I want you to get good at anything consistently. If you think about it, there is something that you already do every day consistently. Now you go to sleep because you have to. You eat because you have to. But what's something that you don't have to do that you manage to show up and do with excellence every day? Maybe you never miss an episode of your favorite show. Maybe you always play with the dog and never miss. Maybe you always go to the gym. Maybe you always pick up your favorite book. Maybe you always doodle. There is something that you always do. It's usually something that's really pleasurable for you. But what's interesting is that if you think about it, it's not always easy. So if you sit down and play the piano every day, piano's not easy to someone who's never done it. It requires very specific muscular coordination and skill. So in order for you to have gotten to the point where you do something totally unnatural to the human experience, that is, playing the piano, you must have done it consistently enough to get kind of good at it. So we know for a fact that you can be consistent. It's in your history. The evidence is right there. Now I want you to choose something that you want to get good at, that you're not yet good at, and start showing up consistently for that. And I want you to track it mercilessly. I want you to notice every day you failed to do it. Figure out why you failed to do it. And religiously try to get better every week. It is okay to miss. It is not okay to not notice that you're missing and not try to improve. Now, if you miss and you fail to show up consistently, make the commitment smaller. So once again, the size of the commitment matters because the size of the commitment inspires fear. So if you said, I'm going to work out every day for an hour, that's a pretty big commitment. Rather, to say I'm going to work out three times a week for 10 to 20 minutes, that may be more manageable for you. And if even that is too big, you might bring it down a little further and say, I'm going to commit to increasing the intensity of my walking speed three times a week. Now, that one might hit the sweet spot because, hey, you were already walking anyway. Remember, the output and the outcome is not what we want here. The output and the outcome is actually the consistency itself. So first, prove to yourself that you can get consistent at something new and something challenging. Now you can go back to the 1,000-page book. And now you can say, well, what consistent habits would I need to get to the end of that job? you would need to sit down and write for 20 to 30 minutes every day. Or once again, if every day is too much, three times a week. 
If 20 to 30 minutes is too much, promise yourself 10 and see where you go from there. The point is, however you break it down, keep that promise every single time. Show up consistently. Now, observe how this changes things for you. Does this get you to the thousand-page book? Does this get you playing piano? Does this get you better connection with your family? Does this give you better fitness? Notice that consistency works because if you notice, you've just built more evidence that will motivate you to be more consistent in everything you do. Now, does this really work? Yes, it does. If you read the biography of anyone who's ever been successful at anything, they will tell you there was usually no single aha moment. There was no one single Herculean lift. There was no single act of 200 hours of sleepless nights to get to the finish line. It was all showing up consistently, a little bit every day, and never missing that created that level of achievement. Now, if you still struggle with consistency, there's one last thing that you should look at. Remember that willpower and discipline are great, but they're hard to come by. If your reason is not strong enough, you will never get consistent at doing things because you will not be willing to invest the time and the effort required to be consistent. And if that happens, you need to check to make sure that your vision is still true and relevant for you. Now, the last step, of course, is to take these teachings that I've just given you and bring them back to your team. Get your team consistent at anything. It doesn't have to have anything to do with your current project or outcome, but rather with conditioning the habit of consistency across all the members of the team. They need to learn to value keeping their promises. They need to learn to value the impact that small incremental movements repeated daily without fail has on their ultimate success. So please bring this teaching back to your teams this week and let me know how it changes your game. Folks, thank you for listening. You can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. 